Welcome back to the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. I'm Jojo Smith, aka Rhubarb. And I'm Rosie Wood, aka Custard. This podcast is all about business, branding, confidence and wonky crowns. It's a safe, unapologetic space for business owners and wannabe business owners. If you want to take part in the conversation and help us figure out whether rhubarb is in fact a fruit or a vegetable, you can find us on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard. Either way, we're good for you. Welcome back to the Rebub and Custard podcast. Welcome back, puddings, as Joe likes to say. Um, we are, it's just the two of us this week. We are, we're not joined by a guest, it's just the two of us, and we're going to be chatting all things influence. So, talking of influence and influencers, Joe, tell me about you. <laughs> tell me about your weekends. <laughs> she sat there with the biggest grin on her face. <laughs> Would you like to just peel me off the ceiling first? Because I'm like one of them little glue men that you stick up and I'm hanging on to it with the last little bit because, mate, I catch up this week. I'm I'm totally just going to consume it because I spent Sunday with not just one of my influencers, but two of my favourite influencers, <laughs> one being Danny Wallace and the other, I mean, I feel like I need to do one of them big trumpet things. <laughs> da, 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 roll, please. Stephen Bartlett, CEO, <laughs> diary of a CEO, aka New Dragon from Dragon's Den. The youngest, hey. youngest ever dragon, isn't he? Oh, do you know what? For anybody that's listening, if you have no clue who I'm talking about, you either haven't seen my stories because it has totally dominated my stories. Um, but also he is someone that I started following way before he was even like famous in the world of influencers, really. And he has just grown into he's just won Entrepreneur of the Year, hasn't he? 2022. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we went to see his show, Diary of a CEO, another podcast that we will happily guide you towards, Diary of a CEO's podcast. So I have to ask, did you have a conversation with him about the podcast? Did you tell him that you've messaged him previously about the podcast? <laughs> so I actually bought a ticket that gave me um, a meet and greet. Okay, me and Danielle Hansen bought these tickets a while ago and then we were out for dinner with Danny and Kathy and Byam and we told them, they're like, oh my God, we need tickets for this. So Danny and Kathy jumped on and they managed to get um, meet and greet tickets as well. So, and the reason I'm telling you that will become apparent in a minute. Um, so we booked them separately, but we went together and sorry what was the question because I was just going to talk about him. oh yeah is he coming on the podcast is the question <laughs> yeah, sorry sorry <laughs> so the reason I'm telling you that is because there was strategy <laughs> because we were told we only got a minute with him a minute how much am I going to say in 60 seconds like I've got so much to say to him so I was armed and ready for this minute with my total like idol they say you should never meet your idols we'll talk about this in a bit so I went prepared. I took my pink sassy, not sorry chapter, my book, because I thought I haven't got time to tell him all about me. So he's going to have to read it in his own time because this is my minute that <laughs> we'll be taking up. So I took my book and I wrote him two, like, what post-it note size are these? 
<laughs> I wrote him two post-it notes, the big ones, and put them inside the book. And on that post-it, it did say, by the way, we have, I've got two questions to ask you. Um, one of them is, will you come on our podcast? <laughs> so that was in there. Because I've got other things that I wanted to, and I wasn't sure if I'd just dry up when yeah. I got in front of him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I would. Any situation like that, I just get over like, hello. <laughs> Nice to meet you. <laughs> it started with me as it came to my turn, standing at the queue, because there was a bit of a way between us going, Stephen, can you do the dirty dancing lift? Because I'm coming in. <laughs> and I put my arms up and he looked at me as if to say, oh, my God, are you going to do it? <laughs> and I ran towards him and then stopped and we had a hug. And, oh, my God, this guy is a hugger. He does like he doesn't just do hugs. He does the hug, the tap, and the rub at the back. Oh, yeah, I saw that on your stories. <laughs> it was just honestly, and I was whispering in his ear, "My children need you. The generation needs you. You are such a positive influencer." <laughs> at one point, I thought I was going to kiss his neck. <laughs> what the f? <laughs> but. We ended up having a little chat, mate. I was with him for four minutes, 47 seconds, because <laughs> Danielle videoed it and she was like, you were with him four minutes, 47 seconds. <laughs> so I definitely got my money's worth. But we were chatting away and I told him about, you know, our secret project, the other business that we can't talk about, the NDA oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. So I had a conversation with him briefly about that and said about an NDA and he was giving me some advice and stuff like that. And he went, when you approach the really big ones, he says, don't like, don't mention the NDA. He says, because like in Dragon's Den, he says, we, we're not going to do that thing. We want to give you the money to do that thing. I want to give you the money to do that thing. And when he said that, I went, oh my God, I got an offer! <laughs> And the whole queue were looking at going, oh, my God, she got an offer. Because, <laughs> because as you were queuing, they actually said, um, like the team um, actually said, like, if you've got a pitch, they gave you a special card with a special email address on to pitch him. So you can actually pitch him because they said they'd have people turning up with suitcases and everything ready to do a full Oh, my pitch. God. So they were like, we've got to keep the queue down. Yeah. So they, they gave you this, they gave you the cards and everything else. And as we were watching, um, we saw people go up and showing him different things. One guy had some like perfume and he was rolling it on his arm and stuff like this. There was so many different things that people wanted, obviously, to tell him. There were people that got genuinely emotional and he just hugged them and was Aww. like so lovely. And um, I'll tell you who else I ran into. The um, one of the current finalists in The Apprentice, Heartpreet, she was oh, there. Yeah, I reckon she'll win. I reckon mm, she'll win. I'm not convinced. She's the only one. Cha- sorry, completely off topic into <laughs> this podcast. Sorry, she's the only one I can see that's actually got an investable business. The all the rest of them are just like what. So uh, the reason I'm like I don't know because I went up to her as I do. I did the thing like what I did when we went to London and I saw Jonathan Wilkes and asked him for a random picture and Joe Swan was going, who's she talking to now? <laughs> but I knew who it was. Um, I went up to her and I went, you're not going to tell me, are you? <laughs> she, went, she went, I can't. Because <laughs> she was in the queue and she'd bought some of her cakes, some of her desserts for him. 
But my methodology, and I could be wrong, so this will go out on Friday. Why she? Why did she take cakes if she's already got a quarter of a mil off Lord Sugar? And why was she queuing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, and this will go out on Friday, and it's it's dragging. It's what? That's it, hilarious. It's, okay. <laughs> it's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We're recording this on Wednesday. So I'll either be eating my words, be eating my cake. I'll do a live whole donut in my mouth if I'm wrong. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. But she was there and I had a photograph with her as well. And she was lovely. And she was actually with her sister. And that is obviously one of the things that Lord Sugar was saying, wasn't he? He was investing yeah, in Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Rather than one. So I'm not convinced because I was like, is this your next mm. strategy? So, but she was really lovely. She else but maybe she's just like a really lovely person I don't know but maybe maybe she just brought cake because she thought you might like cake yeah so but yeah so anyway we did all that then we had another hug then we had a really good laugh then he wrote in my notebook yeah I saw that one of my creative sass notebooks I'm gonna read it are you sitting comfortably then I'll begin (laughs) he wrote I absolutely adore your energy. It's so wonderful to meet someone who is being themselves, underlined. Wonderful things will follow. Stephen Bartlett, three kisses. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he didn't do that for anybody. And I was just like, honestly, I just loved it. And then it gets better. He only posted me on his story. Yeah, I saw that. And he'd written underneath, like, I won't forget you. <laughs> I will never forget meeting you. Three three or four hearts. I will never forget meeting you. Ha ha. Right. That's hilarious. So it literally was everything. And when we spoke about what we were going to talk about today, this for me, because it was such a big thing that happened over the weekend, so I, I did a post about it on Monday because I actually couldn't. I didn't post on social media on the day. The mm. following day, I was in a happiness hangover. Yeah. Because I couldn't. I literally I didn't t- touch a drop of alcohol on those yeah. days. But I was honestly hungover with happiness because I, I physically couldn't explain what the show is all about. For anybody that doesn't know me, he's a, really, he's a real positive influencer. He's, he's all about mindset. He's all about self-awareness, which you know... He, everything, his whole show that he's put together, and I don't want to tell you too much because I wouldn't want to ruin it for anybody that went. It's a really um, edutainment, as Danny would call it, kind of show. And he has the House Gospel Choir, which have done backing vocals for the likes of Ella Henderson. Yeah, so I've heard of them. They are absolutely phenom- phenomenal. Go and check them out. But Danny... Danny kind of summed it up the following morning. Danielle and I were on Danny's show with her on Monday morning. It was like going to church. And the reason I said, told you about us booking our tickets separate, Danielle and I got front row tickets, centre stage. Honestly, it was like I was sat on the floor in my living room and he was on my dining room table. That's how <laughs> close he was. And it was just... It, it was just great. And um, Danny and Kathy were about five or six rows behind us because they'd booked them at separate uh, times. But the, just the atmosphere, the songs, it goes through his whole story. It was a real journey, very, very similar to what's in his book, but there's a lot more emotion to it. Mm. And there were people there that are in his book that were there um, in the audience. <clears throat> and it's just really, really genuine. And it's just inspiring. 
and uplifting and everybody that was in there you were in a tribe that were of the same mindset yeah and I can't I just can't explain it like at the end I was crying there was snot bubbles there was it was just it it was honestly phenomenal and I I would go and see him again and again and again and again that's (laughs) it now I, I did say before I went I really, really um, was inspired by him and I loved him to bits and everything else. But I was like, I don't really fancy him. I'm old enough to be his mum. I've just got to say that's changed now. I totally fancy the pants of him. <laughs> so, because now I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's just like the whole package. <laughs> so, but he just, he was phenomenal. And like I say, the reason we spoke about this and we, we said we wanted to talk about this today was because a big thing was choose your influencers wisely. Yeah. They say, people say, don't meet your idol because you potentially be disappointed. I wasn't disappointed at all. And that's because he absolutely is 100% being himself. And there was no difference. If anything, it was like, it was like the whole thing with, it was everything I thought it was going to be with extra toppings, extra hundreds and thousands, extra, there was just everything. He was just, honestly, I can't, I can't gush enough about him. (laughs) So choose your influencers wisely, which is our subject for this week, because it doesn't just work for who you choose to follow. It works for how you choose to portray your message because people will follow you when Mm. you are on the online space. And there's a responsibility there, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. There, there is. And I think it's 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 really easy to like miss yourself out of that um that kind of requirement, I suppose, because you might think, oh, I've only got, you know, I've only got 400 followers or whatever. But like those followers are following you for a reason. They're following you because they like what you do and they like what you say and they like the way you do it and they're absorbing your content. So the moment you step out in front of, like on social media, in front of an audience of people, you are influencing, whether you like it or not. We all are. It's just some people have more, have bigger audiences and have more power than others. But we all need to be responsible in the things that that we put out there online and the way that we do it, don't we? I think we have to be responsible. But I also think, like, for me, the big message is you have to be yourself. Because it's not, we've spoke about sustainability and it's so, I mean, he comes from like a personal brand ethic anyway, which is another Mm. reason why I'm totally in awe of him because it's what we do. Mm. It's what, you know, we're passionate about. So it totally aligns. And he just, he just didn't disappoint because it was, you know, he talked about your personal, how you are, how you rep yourself you know, how, but then in the same sense as well, don't care about what others think of you, you are. And he spoke about that inner voice, mm. um, listening to that that inner voice and being who yeah. you are, never like letting it talk you down yeah. kind of thing. And I think that's where we're saying the responsibility it comes to like be yourself and be authentic, be real. Um, I also think he's... He's, he's all about being kind as well, but not not a, not a walkover, if that makes sense. Having mm. an opinion. Yeah. So yeah, having having like the strength and the boundaries and things, but having kindness in that as well. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like, like you were supposed to have a minute, you ended up with four minutes, 47 seconds, but probably if you'd got to, if you'd got to 10 minutes, he probably would have very kindly been like, okay, move, move along now. <laughs> Come on, missus. Fairy yeah. godmother. Or I've not. entertained you. I've been nice. You've had more than your allowance. Now <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I would have respected that boundary yeah. anyway in the same sense, but I also just, I just really wanted to fairy godmother him in a sense <laughs> and say, what you're doing is amazing and thank you. And gratitude is huge on gratitude as well. So that was a big thing. Mm. Um, but I was just really, really impressed. And like we're talking about influencers and obviously I'm saying I was there with two of my favourite influencers, Danny Wallace mm. and Stephen Bartlett, because Danny's had a huge influence on my life. Mm. And, you know, to have those two in the same space, mate, I was, I was like, I don't need drugs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like off my tits <laughs> with happiness because it was just so much of everything I believe in and watching people do it and making such a difference and a change. And Danny went in her branded top. Yeah. And he picked it up. He noticed it. And he was really impressed with it. The producers noticed it as well. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, it's so important that your brand is there and is strong and is speaking for you and sending that message. And is you. Yeah. I think at the moment, I think, I feel like social media is in this weird space at the moment where you've got obviously like the younger entrepreneurs coming through. And I feel like Stephen Bartlett is kind of paving the way Mm -hmm. and like pioneering that because he's what, 29. So he's younger than I am even. Um, And (laughs) you young fish, you. (laughs) I feel like he's paving the way for the younger generation to come through. And they're the generation that are probably under the most pressure when it comes to the influences in their space because you'll get the ones like Stephen Bartlett who show up authentically and are kind and only uh share products and things on their social media that they're actually using they're actually that they actually yeah. believe in and show up completely as themselves to the point that he'll go and do a show like um diary of a ceo in a hoodie and comfy joggers like there's no he doesn't feel any pressure to ever show up as anything other than what makes him feel good but then you've also got that whole huge great big area of influences um that are the other way that will push all the kardashians are a really good example like the kardashians business is hugely influential but it's built on them pushing products like diet industry products and drinks and all of that kind of thing that they're obviously not using because they all paid for their figures to be the way that they are. Um, and I think social media is in this weird space at the moment where you've got this huge wave of entrepreneurs that are stepping out and just being themselves. Like people like James Smith bring to mind the like fastest growing PT. Yeah. He was on, he was on yeah. uh, Stephen's podcast who just is totally himself, like rubs people up the wrong way all the time, but is completely unequivocally himself and then, and calls out those influencers that are just like... I mean, he was quite controversial in his comments about Joe Wicks, wasn't he? I mean, Joe Wicks was the god of the pandemic for so many. Yeah. But he called it out. And when I heard it, I was like, fair play. I get it. 
yeah. kind of thing. I don't think he's got any beef with him as such. He was just like, this is my opinion. Yeah, um, it was just like, you're, he, he saw it as like, you're not a fitness coach. Like you wrote a recipe book. Like you're not, James Smith sees it as like, if you're, if you're a PT and your clients still need you 12 months down the line, you're a shit PT. Job. Yeah, you've not done your job. Yeah. And if you're giving people products that they need to continue to purchase, i.e. a recipe book in order to see results then you're not actually helping people you're just taking their money but anyway that's a whole different topic but I feel like it highlights what you were saying about being being aware of who you are allowing to influence um because like we move we make changes in our own lives and we go and buy things and we we make changes to our business models and the offers that we launch and the products that we and the way that we do it because we're following people who are doing. Yeah. 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 And uh, sometimes it can be easy to lose your way, I think. And I think if you're, if you're not showing up as yourself, whatever you're saying is bullshit. <laughs> so you're going to be influencing people with bullshit and yeah. that's no, that's no good for them. Yeah. So, and like, and I think that, I mean, that comes down to integrity as yeah. well and it's like him showing all the bits and when he's you know in his book he talks about he talks really openly as well in that show about you know his relationship with his girlfriend as well and he was single at one point you know and everything else but he talks about what how that happened and what happened and everything else um and very much so about the fact that he used to steal Chicago town pizzas when he left uni you know and this is in his book so I'm not ruining anything here but um when he did leave uni on the second day I think it was second lecture and he told his mum his mum said she'd never speak to him again Mm. and but the show at the end this is where I blarted my eyes out at the end was she there was she there well (laughs) in a form let me say in in a kind of form and it just as a mum Mm. Like when I read the book, I was a little bit like, oh, you know, I'm really sad about that. But there's bits that he puts in the show. He actually uses like voice notes off his own phone and plays them. And it's just so powerful. It's so powerful. And it, you do have to. It is that we've spoke about this before. Vulnerability builds connection. Mm. And it's relatable. Yeah. So if, you know. The whole of this, I don't even know if we're at the takeaway point of this, but for me it was being yourself is absolutely the only route for me to happy, sassy and successful. He calls his happy, sexy millionaire. And that influenced me and my messaging because I was like, it's so right. I mean, it comes from a different point. That was all he ever wanted was to be a happy, sexy millionaire. He just wanted a six pack. A Lamborghini, yeah, (laughs) or Range Rover or whatever. But actually, it was far more than that. Mm. Um, So, yeah, don't be, you know, we always say about stepping into your own shoes and being who you are. It it absolutely has become even more, like, validated for me. And I came downstairs after I'd had my moment um, with him we got downstairs and I just burst into tears and Danny gave me the big I'm getting emotional now Danny gave me the biggest hug I'm getting really emotional sorry it's all right <laughs> because this has never happened on the on the show <laughs> I got really emotional because it means so much to me to spread the message to influence people to be themselves 
But for somebody of that extreme to recognise it Mm. in four minutes, 47 seconds was everything for me because I thought I'm doing it right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're doing it just by being yourself. Yeah. Like I know full well, like I obviously wasn't there, but watching your stories... I when when he shared your story and put it at the bottom like I'm not going to forget meeting you I knew full well before he said that that he wouldn't because I know that you will always show up in your in Jojo energy like you, there is just there isn't anything else for you do you know what I mean like there just isn't anything else and Jojo energy is big pink fluffy energy but it gets seen and it gets felt and it gets noticed because it's Jojo energy and like that was always going to rub off on him it just it, it was just like I know and in a sense that's why this show is called about under the influence I just know that if I can influence the smallest amount of people to be you know courageous I am going to say this, but he talks about a point, and he had, this for me, I was like, oh, my God, that's such a huge light bulb moment. He said, um, <clears throat> people say to him, oh, you're so brave and you're all, you're so this. He said, actually, he said, it's brave staying in the boredom, not fulfilled life, because actually we all want to be happy. All of us want to be happy. So if you decide to stay over there, that's braver because you're going to miss out on the bloody good stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, that makes, do you know what I mean? All you've got to do is be yourself. Mm. That's it. And But it's just, it is having a bit, of, you think it's courage, but now it's the easiest thing ever a lot of the time because... Yeah. I don't have to think about it. Yeah. What it is, it's actually giving yourself, we've spoke about this before, it's giving yourself permission to do that. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Because it's, <clears throat> it's it's allowing yourself to just do, like whatever it is that you feel aligned to do, aligned to say, like when it comes to writing your social media, what falls out of your mouth, that's fine. You know, it's it's giving yourself the permission to not question it. Don't overthink it. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. That is the hugest problem, and you know, I'm just like it was. It was that that he wrote in there about you know just by being themselves. He got it. He saw it. He felt it. Like you say, and I just thought, you know, it's been it's been two and a half years. It's been hard work, but it's really coming to fruition. It's really starting to make a difference and I'm seeing transformation like you do with what you do. It just, you know, it's it's so fulfilling mm. that I'm like, I just, in my head, part of me now, I'm like, why isn't everybody doing this? Why don't they get it? Why don't they get it? <laughs> but I know there would have been people, you know, that wouldn't understand it if they'd have been there because you, it is a journey mm. and you do have to go on it. It's self-awareness. It's really finding out about yourself. Yeah. And it's huge. but. I just wanted to, you know, it was a big one today to go choose your influencers wisely because, you know, if you don't agree with something just because you like what they drive or you like whatever, how much of them are they showing? How much of this is real? Yeah. You know, this is why when we did what we did with Amy Bates. Yeah, we, with the losing the beauty filters and stuff. Like, yeah. How lose much the fakeness and filters because you don't need it. 
Yeah. There's um there's a influencer that I follow. She's a fitness influencer. And um she used like she was one of those ones, she's she I've I've got like my personal Instagram and then my 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 uh, personal brand Instagram and then my business Instagram. So I've got like three accounts and I very rarely flick into my own one. But every time I do, she used to come up in the feed. And every time she did, she used to irritate me because of the way she taken her photos, because of the like she was she was a fitness influencer and it was just like everything about the post used to irritate me because I just thought it's not real. It's not real, it's not relevant to me, like it's not, yeah. Um, you know, and and for some reason I just never unfollowed her. And then she had a baby, and then every, all of her content just clicked, and all of a sudden it was it just it became real. Like she yeah. obviously had some kind of <clears throat> moment where she was like Mate, she got real. She had a baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether it was like she'd have a newfound appreciation for her body and her figure as it had changed or whatever. But it, yeah, it just suddenly became incredibly real. And like, she posts photos now of like her body before, um, and like her body now. And she's like, she says like she doesn't even recognize the person before, and like it, it she's got this new appreciation of her figure now. And it's like this body created this this baby it doesn't need to look like that like it never needed to look like that yeah that was never realistic like I was I was eating constantly I was in the gym constantly like I didn't have a life it was just all about my figure and now like my body is healthy my body works it functions but it's not doing those things it's giving me more time for life and family and all these other things so now when I come up do you know what she found she found purpose yeah maybe she did she yeah. found purpose because yeah. she, her purpose before, sorry for whoever you are, was probably a bit shallow and not very deep mm. and probably influenced by people that she maybe followed yeah. or what have you. Yeah, quite possibly. <clears throat> and she found purpose. And I think once you really do step into your purpose, things really do change. And that, I mean, that's a whole other episode. But really choose your influencers wisely and look at them and you know do your research because it will influence you and oh my goodness if you go and listen to diary of a ceo episode 101 where we talk about he talks about artificial intelligence with mo Godat, you need to have your algorithm right <laughs> because otherwise we're not going to survive <laughs> it's as simple as that <laughs> so we all need to be on the same page when it comes to who we are choosing to watch. I don't know if you, um, you know, and it's like rather than if people are posting bad things and, you know, you get the urge to voyeur them, your feed is going to show you more of those bad things mm. and the algorithm is going to allow that to penetrate your mind, your soul and you know, it's going to get it out there more. Mm. Choose wisely, you, you know, don't watch it if it doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know, I posted something on my Instagram yesterday. Every time I watch it, honestly, it makes me howl. It makes me laugh so hard. Have you seen the kitten licking the ice cream? And every time I listen to it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> now that, you know, you've got Stephen Bartlett and Danny Wallace on one hand, and then you've got this kitten and fluffy kitten. But it, can't make, an ice cream. <laughs> it makes me feel good and it makes me laugh and it fills my soul. You know, social media has no um, 
empathy. It has no feeling. It, do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not that kind at all. It's not human. So we have to influence that algorithm and what gets put out there. So for future, oh God, I feel like I need to be on my soapbox. Never mind on the ceiling. I feel for future generations, if we don't influence that and we don't start to bring the more positive influences in and really mm. big them up and go to church with it. You know, I was brought up in a in a church background. My dad's a retired pastor of a church and I never truly connected with it. I got it. I respected it and I understood faith and I understood hope. But going to watch Stephen connected me on a different level because it wasn't, it, I say it wasn't religious. He had a gospel choir. So the kind of was an element but whatever you choose to believe in Mm. you know universe source whatever it's just it's still it is a big influence and it's a big responsibility so I don't know it just it changed everything for me I say it changed everything it affirmed everything for me so before we sign off then if Stephen Bartlett was a dessert oh my goodness (laughs) I'm going down a whole different path now. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> whole different path. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, that threw that one out. And me, if Stephen Bartlett wasn't, I, I don't think I, my mind is going over time. Not, not suitable for answering the podcast. Do you know what I was going to say? He'd <laughs> be a fruity tip top because I'd suck on it and he's really cool. <laughs> I'd extract all the juice. Kids in the room. I'd extract all the juice, and because I soaked it all up like a sponge, and you know when you when you suck on a TikTok and you take all the flavour out of it, and it ends up oh, being it. just ice. <laughs> I think so far that's all that came into my head, and that's what came in straight away. So I'm just going to be real. <laughs> Right then. Well, there we go then. And if you took it as an innuendo, I was more for extracting all of the juice and the flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody, if you're taking that as an innuendo, that's purely on you. And he's so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. What about you? I don't know. I haven't met him. I haven't cuddled him for four and a half minutes, have I? Oh, dear. <laughs> so funny. Um, oh, puddings. I know this has been an absolute Stephen Bartlett gush fest, but I wanted to share it with you. We do feel like it was a really important message about influencing and influencers. Do you know what? We would love you, and we haven't asked you to do this for quite some time. We would love you to drop us a DM. Who, who are the positive influencers that you follow? Let us know and share it with us because we'd love to talk about this because, again, this is part of the message. We want to put other positive influencers out there. And, you know, where would you direct people to? Who is there that we don't know about? Let us know at... Uh, sorry, you caught me off guard then. <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram at underscore rewild and custard. Um, and we will share who you feel is a positive influence also, we um, we haven't spoke about Sweet Retreat for a while. So if you are looking at, you know, really getting into depth with your brand. So we've spoke about some really good brand messaging um, recently. If it's something that isn't hitting the mark for you, if you are struggling to find your brand, if you are struggling to find your message and, 
you know, what fits for you. Once you step into your shoes and you go through this process and you really discover your brand personality, which is really your personality, um, it makes all of that flow so much easier. And we're watching this with all of our clients. The sweet retreat, we are doing the, um, oh my goodness, the big brand bonanza. <laughs> I almost forgot then. Uh, the high high five, high vibe, big brand bonanza. We have just a few slots left for this year. So we would love you to get in touch with us. <clears throat> um, and it also, the high five, high, high five, high vibe, big brand bonanza also includes a place on the sweet retreat. Rosie, tell us just a snippet about the sweet retreat. So the sweet retreat, this is year two. So this is second helpings of the sweet retreat. And this year is all about intention. So showing up with intention, working towards your goals with intention um, and becoming the, the business owner and creating the business that you that you want to create. Um, so this year is in the Brecon Beacons in Wales, um, Monday through to Thursday. So what's that? Three nights. Yeah. Um, in a gorgeous, great big, um, great big house on a farm in the middle of nowhere with some seriously like if like if Reeve Oven Custard made houses, this would be the house. There's some seriously awesome touches um, and surprises and things as well. So uh, the house is incredible. The content is incredible. The people that you will be surrounded with for those four connection. days and the connections are incredible as well. What we found at the last retreat was that that it was the connections really that that was so so important and made such an impact for those that came. Um, and we're really really excited to to do that again to come back for second helpings because there's always got to be second helpings of pudding, right? <laughs> yeah, always second helpings of rhubarb and custard. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't? And there's lots of other um, there's lots of other elements to that high five high vibe uh, brand bonanza. But you can find that on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We will be back next week with who have we got next week, Rosie? I've got no idea. <laughs> I've got sure. no idea. I I'm feel like sure. it might be Jules. Oh, as in your human compass. As in, as in, as in your human compass. Yeah, not my human <laughs> compass, your human compass. <laughs> she is the her human, your human compass. Not the, um, not even the human compass, your human <laughs> she's compass. She's your human compass. That's how personalized she is. <laughs> um that's if that's who it is next week, but I think you're right, Rosie. I think, I think it I, is. yeah, I think it is. So for this week, it is goodbye from me, Stephen Bartlett's fairy godmother rhubarb. <laughs> And it's goodbye from me, boring old custard. You're not boring old custard. You're smooth, silky and absolutely luxurious and delicious. Right, if you say so. Have a good week, puddings. Bye. Bye.